And joining us now to run down the latest financial headlines, here's personal finance expert Rabina Ahmed-Hawk, who joins us on 640 Toronto. Rabina, good afternoon. Hi, Jeff. How are you? I'm well, thanks. Uh, let's start with the uh, home prices for June, because they have been released, and I guess it's good news for sellers. Yeah, it's great news for sellers. I mean, or if you're someone who's thinking of putting your home on the market the next couple of months, you're going to get 16% more on average nationally than you would last year at the same time. Uh, TerraNet National Bank, which looks at single family home prices, so not including condos, uh, they are saying that we've seen the biggest increase from June 2020 to uh, in June 2020, year over year, um, ever, 16%. And that beat out uh, a previous record that was also set in June of 2017. But that was before all these measures were brought in uh, to help cool the market. So stress tests um, and having to put more down in order to uh, in order to buy an investment property, all these different measures that were brought in to really cool the market. And so this is pretty unprecedented and really does show us that during the pandemic, because of low interest rates, people have not slowed down when it comes to uh, buying single-family homes. Well, I was going to ask what is fueling this. Is it the pandemic and the fact that uh, we have come to uh, really appreciate our our homes and where we live uh, more than ever and that people have, uh, you know, maybe got uh, some extra money, those that have remained uh, employed and want to upgrade their homes? That's definitely a part of it. Uh, people who have been able to stay at home have saved a lot of money. They've been able to save money on daycare costs and extra costs for their children, going out, travel, all of that basically was wiped away for, you know, we've only now just started getting back into uh, spending like that again. I'm now starting to do stories about how we can rein that budget in after not really having to deal with it for more than 16, 17 months. But really, the main driver is low interest rates. I mean, interest rates are at rock bottom. Bank of Canada held rates again, zero point. 25% last week indicated they're not raising rates till 2022, end of 2022. So if you're a home buyer, you're looking at that and hearing that news and saying, you know what, I can get in now at this low rate. I can try to put some lump sum payments down to really get that mortgage down. Um, and I can bid more because I can afford to borrow more, especially if the bank is offering you that. I mean, someone who's got good credit, and not a lot of debt is getting really interesting mortgage offers from the bank because you may go in thinking, well, I can probably borrow X amount and they're giving you 20, 30, 40% more in some cases. Um, and that opens up a lot of people's options and really drives these bidding wars uh, when you really want to buy the house that you've looked at. All right, let's move next to the banks because uh, bank dividends are set to uh, get a real uh, hike. Uh, they've always been strong, but because of the pandemic, uh, dividends have not been allowed to rise recently. Yeah, so um, Canadian banks, the six largest ones, which I'm not going to list, but we know what they are, they are really uh, flush with capital right now uh, because of everything that's been happening over the pandemic. Uh, default rates are down. People have been paying their mortgages. They made a lot of money of, uh, over the fact that they could defer mortgages. Um, and, you know, bank dividends have always been strong. It's one of those places where you can park your money if you want to invest in the market and you can continue to get a pretty juicy dividend. Now, the U.S. U.S. Federal Reserve Bank recently allowed American banks to raise their dividend, but that did not happen in Canada. So we're waiting for OFSI approval, a regulatory approval for that to happen. And if that does, uh, the banks are poised to raise their dividend by up to 13 percent. So this is really good information for somebody who has invested in the financial markets, uh, in, in the sorry, in the in the financial institutions, in the markets. Um, and this also, again, sort of speaks to when you do invest in 
uh, companies with long-term growth that pay good dividends, that if you are there for the long-term, that this can really pay off. Um, if you own bank stocks, I would highly recommend that you wait until this announcement's made because your stock is immediately going to get a boost and you're going to get a, that fatter dividend on top of it. All right. Good to know. And finally, Carnival Cruise Lines, their shares have uh, jumped. And I think that might be surprising to a lot of people considering uh, just how tough it has been throughout the pandemic for uh, cruise lines. Yeah, you'll remember back at the beginning of the pandemic, their stocks were hammered because people were obviously not booking cruise holidays uh, for, for a number of different reasons, including the pandemic. Um, and, you know, who wants to get on this sealed boat and float around the ocean for a while when there's a pandemic happening? But now the cruise line has said that by the end of this year, the beginning and the beginning of 2022, they plan to be at full capacity. And the numbers are showing that people are booking more travel even on cruises, especially in the U.S. And so Carnival Cruises um, uh, shares jumped on that news. Optimism is up. Every survey you look at, the first thing people say they want to do is travel. And they don't seem to be afraid of cruises. I mean, cruise lines, of course, like every other industry, has taken steps uh, to ensure that their passengers stay safe. I guess people feel comfortable. Most people that I speak to can't believe that this is even happening. I mean, the idea of booking a cruise right now with still so much uncertainty with the Delta variant, uh, you know, it, uh, Australia, for example, major cities in Australia are under lockdown again. But that is not stopping people from feeling really optimistic about the end of the year and the beginning of next year. And, you know, and Carnival Cruise is saying, yeah, we're willing to open at full capacity. And that is really giving a boost uh, to their stock because people feel mm. comfortable investing in it. What would your advice be to those that want to travel? Because you're right, I think there's so many people that are very anxious to get traveling uh, once again, and maybe this is false optimism, depending what the Delta variant and other variants might do uh, into the fall and into the new year. If you're thinking about booking a cruise or a trip, uh, look into refund policies. Refund policies, get any reason cancellation. I think that's what it's coined as, but really basically get cancellation that you could, you could, you could, uh, you could, um, cancel it. Even if, for example, you became, uh, you came in contact with someone who had COVID-19 and you had to isolate. So you yourself may not be sick, uh, but you would have to isolate, do the healthy thing, do the proper thing. I would not want to have someone feel like they have to get on a plane after being in contact with someone with COVID-19 and possibly infecting that whole plane. So make sure you get insurance and you speak to the travel agent uh, about exactly what that insurance covers. A lot of the companies are offering some protection due to COVID-19, but you want to go beyond that. You know, there may be there may be flights still available when you booked, but you may not feel comfortable. You may feel like, you know what, you're still flying down to the, uh, to the Caribbean or you're still flying across the country, but there's all this news out there that says it's not safe to do so, so I don't want to get on a plane. So make sure you get the kind of insurance that you can cancel for any reason, uh, just in case the situation, because we know how fast it changes with COVID. Um, overnight, in some cases, you know, things shut down and, and borders get shut down. Um, and so you want to just make sure that your money is safe, because in many cases, it's thousands of dollars that you're spending for your uh, for your family's uh, holiday. You bet. Personal finance expert Rabina ahmed Hawk with us this afternoon. Rabina, thanks as always. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. 
<laughs> For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.